The Podcast Revolution Network is a collective of independent broadcasters banded together for mutual support, success, and to raise new voices to our platform. Our shows are made possible through listeners like you supporting our cause. For more information on supporting Podcast Revolution, please visit podrev.org. That's P-O-D-R-E-V dot org. Thank you. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? You know what this is. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, and I am the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number two, two, five. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How are you doing, everybody? How are you doing? Thank you very, very much for coming back and your response to number two, two, four, and also all the ones before that. Thank you. You guys are the best. Your best is how are you doing? Now, normally I would I would talk about some other stuff, but I think things have kind of changed a little bit. It's been happening recently when I have things that I wanted to talk about and then something else will come up and I will completely change my mind to begin talking about that thing. And this week is exactly the same thing. What happened differently? Well, I'll tell you. What happened recently was that Twitter has decided to open up its verifications for people to, you know, basically audition to be verified you know they say fill out an application but basically you're auditioning to be verified and the funny thing about it is i don't think the criteria that they had for verification has changed only thing they did was allow you to you know open up the floodgates for people to verify now they had to know what they were doing when they were doing that they had to know that all they were doing was just lining up a bunch of people to get slapped down they had to know that people that have that have two followers and are following three people are also going to come in there and they're going to be people like me who've actually have you know nine thousand something or whatever and three thousand on this site and and i've been on some tv shows and some radio crap i've done some crap so i figured what the hell a bunch of people wrote to me hey man you always talk about verification and even though i was just joking i don't give a shit so i said man what the hell you know I've, I've done some stuff and i've seen people that you know i've never heard of get a verification and that's cool maybe there's some some functions that i i could use so i'll, I'll send my thing in. so i sent the thing in and quite frankly kind of forgot about it <laughs> so i forgot about it. i forgot about it and uh then i got an email from them at this time uh, thank you s anthony thomas for blah 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 but at this time you're not eligible but you can try back again in 30 days really so what's going to happen in the 30 days am i going to win six oscars in the next 30 days am i going to star in a sitcom in the next 30 days what the hell are you talking about and the funny thing about it is I was a little bit disappointed. I'll be honest with you. I was a tad disappointed for about 10 seconds or so because I realized I don't really care. It's not that big of a deal whether I'm verified or not. And quite frankly, you know, if you really think about it, I was having a great time on Twitter. Literally, I've been on Twitter since 2009 and I'm having more fun now than when I started mainly because I understand the culture because I've been in it for all these years and I have a lot of people following me and writing to me and all of that kind of thing. And I've met people that under normal circumstances I wouldn't have met mainly because of of the logistics. You know, there are people that I met on, on, on shows that I've been on that I, that I'm cool with that I would have become friends with anyway, had we met and we were not podcasters or whatever. So just on that score, that's a win right there, you know, and also the access to information. So, I didn't get the verification. I was like, eh, all right. But I thought about it. And you really, it's really funny how you can be happy in the beginning of a situation. 
And then someone will put up some kind of barrier or carrot that has nothing to do with the situation for the most part. And because you can't get that specific carrot, you can't get that specific trophy, you can't get that specific little nugget off to the side. All of a sudden, you get so fixated on that crap that you stop enjoying the process when you're already enjoying the process. I know people that also tried to get verification that were really, really angry that they didn't get verification, who have more of a of a case for verification than I do. And they were mad, mad. I mean, really mad. I mean, they're, they're writing all capital letters, right? Yes, Anthony, I know you didn't get enough. It was bad for you. But And they would get really, really mad. And I thought about it. And I went, you know, you might want to calm down a little bit. I said, let me ask you a question. One, let's see, you just found out just now that just like I did, that you're not going to be verified, or at least not right now verified, on Twitter. Were you enjoying the process of being on Twitter five minutes ago? Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. And you now found out that something you don't have is something you're not going to get right now. Nothing has changed on your end except for nothing has changed. Nothing. You didn't have verification five minutes ago. Five minutes go by. They said, no, you ain't got verification now. Same thing with me. So why are you upset? You're not missing out on anything because you never had it in the first place. See, a lot of times when they people do things like that, they put up the they put out the red carpet and then they put the velvet rope in front of it. And a lot of clubs and I know because I've worked clubs will put out the velvet rope, the velvet line, the red carpet, just because they want to give the illusion that something behind the red carpet and the velvet rope is much more important than anything on the outside. And then when you get inside the club, you realize it's just a freaking club. And I should have. What the hell? I busted my ass for this. Now, it's cool if you're getting invited. I'm not going to say that if they wrote back and said, you know, we've changed our mind. You're verified. I would have been like, cool. And then I would have gone about on my business. Nothing really would have changed. Truthfully. Just imagine if it was a really, really super duper mega ultra delicious woman with spectacular body and gorgeous and awesome and yummy and everything. And most guys would look at her and go, I have no chance dating that woman. I'm not even going over there. And she said, um, hi, I'm very popular on YouTube. How are you doing, everybody? Um, I would like to um, even dudes that have no chance with me and they know it and dudes that should should know better than even approach me. I would like you all to come up and ask me out because I'm I'm opening it up because I don't have a boyfriend right now and I'm opening it up to dudes to ask me out. And the same thing with a guy. How you doing? I'm Johnny Incredible. I have a, a 27 pack and, and, and I'm worth 80 billion and I'm awesome and gorgeous and incredible. And uh, normally women would like, I ain't got a chance with this dude. But what I would like to say, I would like to open it up to all women, even though you know damn well that I'm probably not interested. I would like to open it up to all women and all of that. And those are attractive people. And you were happy with your life before. Everything was going on great you dated some great people you know and now you, you walk up to that person uh, <laughs> no and they're the ones that said come on over here and ask me out and then they reject you when you wouldn't have gone over there in the first place you feel kind of set up like a sucker don't you stand outside of the club and you hear the music you're in line with a bunch of other people you're on the red carpet you're trying to get into this club you heard this club is the best club in the world you want to get inside this club and you hear the music Every time they open a door and some person walks in, yeah, um, excuse me, I'm a Johnny Gigantic Bouncer who likes nobody. Uh, yeah, you can go in, open the door, door closes. 
and the line is moving closer and you sit down and in line with a bunch of people and you're enjoying being in line. You're having a great time talking to the people outside. You're laughing, you're joking, you're exchanging phone numbers and Facebooks and Twitters and all of that crap. And you realize these are people you're going to hang out with. These are people you've connected with. These are people that you like and you're glad you even got in line. You're glad you even got in line. You got in line and now... You forgot that you're in line. You're not even thinking about the club. You're not paying attention to the club at all. You're just happy to be in line with these cool people. You're now hanging out with these people. It's great. And the door opens again. We had room for two more. You and you. But the rest of y'all, you just have to wait. Door closes. And you're still having a great time in line with the people. And eventually you make it to the front of the line. And you and that group of people you made friends with, you're standing there and you're having a great time. You're high five and you're laughing, you're joking. And the door opens and they say, we got room for some more. Not you people. This group right here, no. You people back there, yes. And you're standing with those people and you just got rejected for going into the club. And you're all bummed out and disappointed. Oh. Now, 30 seconds earlier, you met this group of people that you normally wouldn't have met under any circumstances. And they're great. And you love being with them and you love spending that time with them. What you should do is jump out of line and go, why are we going to go into this club with all the noise? And we can hang out and be cool here. We got a nice little group right here. Let's go someplace else and start our own party. Let's go someplace and start our own party. Now, let's be honest. That, That red line is Twitter as it exists now. And obviously the club is you getting one of those blue checks. Now, I'm not saying you don't want the blue check. It would be nice to go in and experience the party just to experience it. But it doesn't mean you're not having a great time with the people you're already hanging out with. Right. There's no reason to get all bummed out because you're not going into there. Like I said, it would be cool to go in. I don't want to be sound like a phony and act like I wouldn't like to go into the club, at least just to check it out and find out if it's something I wanted to do on a regular basis or just to hang out with there. But that doesn't mean I don't want to hang out with the other people more. Now before, and I said, before you, before you did the verification thing, you were having a great time. So why would you let that stop you from having a great time? You, you love Twitter. You love being on it. So there you go. You know, if you keep your career keeps going or whatever, they'll give you a blue check or they won't. I mean, they, they ask yourself a question. This is what I'm saying to the guy. You know, if you had, if you acquired a million or two million followers, but didn't get a blue check and these are two million people that love what you do, love what you do, support what you do, come and see you, listen to your music or whatever. Wouldn't you just love that? And what about you never get the blue check? Would it matter at that point? Or would you just love the fact that you have these people who honor you by enjoying what you do? And he was like, well, after that long 47 page F Twitter F verification rant, <laughs> his resp- his reply was, "You're right." Period, and that was it. Now he went through all of that kind of crap and got all pissed off. And me, on the other hand, it was about ten seconds of, "Ah, oh, man, really? Eh. eh, whatever." And then I went back to tweeting ridiculous crap. <laughs> Now, the reason I'm, I'm even I'm even doing this right now is because I know that uh, 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 I put out um, people were writing me uh, telling me, oh, you try to get verified. You should go for the verification. You do it. You should do it. Go, ahead, go, 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 go. And I did. And they said, not yet, basically. And that's fine. It's no big deal. It's like I said, it's like if you ask somebody out and they're like and then they're polite in their rejection. You just move on. You don't 
get all bummed out. You don't hate the people. It's just, you just want their cup of tea. You Who knows, man? Maybe they didn't want to date you because, you know, they're they're working and busting their ass and doing their thing and they don't have time to date anybody. Maybe, that you know, maybe uh, they're a fitness person and you're fat and they want to be with somebody who's in shape and then you come back and you're in shape and then they want to date you. Or maybe your financial situation sucks and they've already been, you know, they've already dated somebody whose financial situation sucks and they don't feel like dealing with that. You get your game tight, you run into them again and all of a sudden you date them or... You just go eh, and go about your business and live your life. It doesn't matter. Now, I made a decision a long time ago. There's a lot of things that I'm not going to allow to to bother me, you know, because when I because online one of the big stories online, of course, was Leslie Jones and all of the people were you know, sending her monkey pictures and all that kind of stuff. And I'll be honest with you, as a person of color who's been who's been online since for forever, but on Twitter since 2009, I've gotten that also. But I'm really a bad person to troll with that kind of stuff because I'll be honest with you. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It just happened to me recently on Facebook. There was a Facebook group that I'm a part of. I forgot the name of it because people keep adding me to groups all the time. And this group, you know, somebody somebody added you to a group without your knowledge is what it should say on Facebook. Not Frank Johnson added you to the group. It should say Frank Johnson threw your punk ass in this group you've never heard of. So I go, so let me see what this group is. I mean, when I take myself out of this group, what the hell are you adding me to this group? And the group has some interesting stuff in it. So I'm going, okay, this is pretty interesting. I don't believe in a lot of this crap, but it's still interesting to read. And somebody posted something. I forgot what I wrote, but whatever I wrote was innocuous and was, you know, just asking a question. I, I forgot exactly what it was, but I added to whatever they said, something I didn't even necessarily expect a reply to. But if I got a reply, the most I expected was a click, maybe a like or something like that underneath my reply someone made sure to to attach something to me and it was like it was one of those uh, old racist photos you know when those old racist ads would have you know, like the person with the stereotypical this and the stereotypical that old school and it had the n-word blasted across it and the person tried to i guess i guess there were it was an attempt to insult me but you know and i just looked at it and i'm going this person replied to my reply within six or seven seconds i mean i literally clicked my typed in my reply hit send i wiped my face and i looked back down and it was already there now think about that now that you know that's a troll right there because it'd be different if the if, the, if i if i put my reply there and then maybe i came back the next day and then there was some racist stuff underneath it. But this person literally had a racist cartoon attached to my reply to someone's comment within six seconds. And what that means to me is this person literally is probably sitting there and their download folder on their computer or their download folder on their phone is full of ready made racist pictures from different ethnicities and anti-religious stuff and all of that kind of crap and they just have that ready to go they're sitting there with their finger on the screen waiting to just launch some racist crap and go okay let's see who's who who, what's or somebody just posted something what's their what's their ethnicity oh let me scroll through blacks jews hispanics he's chinese click yeah just put something insulting the chinese people right underneath this comment and i did it in a record time of 5.2 seconds you know and the funny thing about it is i know if you launch something that racist that quickly you're hoping the person is going to freak out get upset and fight back 
and curse at you and call your names and go through all of that kind of crap. But I am just really the worst person to troll because I don't care. You don't think I mean, I've gotten monkey pictures sent to me. You know what I did? Nothing. Here you're a monkey. Everyone, you know what I used to do every once in a while? I used to do this in the beginning because I, 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 used, to, I used to get a kick out of torturing trolls uh, back in the day. I didn't, and they didn't really bother me back then, but like now nah, I just ignore them or mute them. I don't give a fuck. But back then, I used to just, <laughs> I remember, and, I, and and the guy erased all of his stuff, so I, had, I erased all of my stuff because it would look like I was uh, writing to myself. And some of the stuff disappeared when he, because it was attached to some of his comments. I forgot whether it was Facebook or Twitter, but whatever it was, I just, Every time he tried something, I would just shoot it down very, very calmly. Yeah, well, let me tell you something, S. Anthony, you're nothing but a nigger. No reply for me. Yeah, and you blacks, you come from monkeys. And I said, well, actually, if you really think about it, seeing as how monkeys are primates, um, we actually both come from a, a common great ape. You know, we don't, we're not a direct descendants of actual monkeys. We come from, we're both monkeys and human beings are both come from another, you know, common ancestor, which is, you know, I, I would, you know, we, we both come from, well, if there's, well, if there's, you, uh, you, we will, so we come from a great ape. So we base, so what you say, okay, so we both, the monkeys and humans both come from another ape and we have common ancestry. If that's true, how come we, if we come from that ape, how come there's still apes? Well, you know, I, if you really think about it, what, what I was trying to say is that we, we actually evolved from that. You know, environmental factors will actually change um, the characteristics of an organism. You know, when you when 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 the when you know, say for the sake of argument, thousands of years ago, your ancestors were went to a different location. The people would mate, and because of the the area, there would be evolutionary changes to adapt to the environment. So you would begin to look different. That's why I who my more direct descendants are from Africa. That's why I have, you know, curly hair on my head and I have the extra melanin on my skin and my nose is shaped that specific way because of the oxygen. And my, Wait a second. Get back to the monkeys. How come if there's, if they, we came from monkeys, how come there's still monkeys? Well, if you really think about it, evolution takes place over a long period of time. And if you notice, if you actually go further back, you actually find other common ancestors to human beings. And we actually have several things DNA wise that are that are um, directly connected to other animals that you would necessarily would say would be, you know, if you looked at them physically, you wouldn't say that they would actually be our ancestors. But from a genetic level, they'd be, wait a second. Um, I was kind of hoping you were going to get upset and you know, kind of call me names and stuff, and then we could exchange racial epithets. I didn't expect you to start talking about biology and stuff. Well, you know, I, I'm kind of a smart guy, and I read things, and, you know, I was really good in science at school. And that's not the point. I was looking forward to cursing you out and calling you a dirty nigger. Well, to be honest with you, I'm pretty a clean guy. I mean, I'm really, really good with my, my grooming and personal hygiene habits and things of that nature and as far as the n-word uh, i'm not even going to say n-word as far as you calling me nigger and all that kind of stuff you know at the time i was I, don't know, I was like 35 36 you know i'm a 36 year old guy um you're not the first person to call me that uh, you know it's like 
you know, I mean, I'm not even really offended. I'm annoyed that you would attempt to call me that. But I mean, the word doesn't really have as much effect on me as you would think. It makes me think less of you. It doesn't mean that just because you said it, that I'm that. It'd be the equivalent if you told me that I was a tall Chinese woman. Um, you know, I'm, I'm as many times as you say it, it doesn't make me a tall Chinese woman. It just means that for some reason you don't know enough about me or tall Chinese woman to, to understand that those two concepts don't go together. So, you know, I mean, uh, and I know that I guess what you're trying to do is insult me or and I mean, I mean, I mean, why are you trying to why would you uh, and I'm, I'm a stranger. I, I, quite frankly, I wasn't even really speaking to you in this particular conversation. I was actually talking to the other person who was saying something logical and something that was informative. And I was adding on to that information and hopefully starting a dialogue with that person. And as it turns out, that person became friends of mine on Facebook. And now we have conversations on my page and sometimes in private. Um you, on the other hand, I don't think you're friends with that guy. No, I am not because he is a nigger lover. Do you know the person? No, I do not. Well, then how would you know that he was that? I I, I just wanted to say nigger another time. I was kind of hoping if I said it again that you'd, you'd be insulted. But I, I, I see now that the saying nigger is not really it's insulting to you. Well, it's, it's, a little, it's insulting because, you know, I know what the history of the word is and, and where it comes from and you know, how it was used to dehumanize people that look like me. But quite frankly, I mean, you know, this is a different day and time now. It just, you know, when you say it now, I just realize that you're, you know, I mean, I, I don't maybe I should say this. I mean, it's going to be insulting to you, but, you know, and unfortunately, even though I, I disagree with the way you're, you're speaking to me and treating me, I don't really want to be insulting to you. But if you really think about it, don't you think it's a little bit pathetic to, you know, interject in, in somebody else's conversation to, come in and try to insult someone who's never done anything to you uh, uh, but 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 uh, but, but, but I, I, I just want about I, I really didn't put that much thought into it I just wanted to insult some niggers see there you go again see you know I mean, I mean, can we, can we, I'm, I'm going to refer to uh, to people that look like me as black people I'm not going to use your term that you seem to love to use all the time so uh, why, why, why would you actually want to just insult black people because black people um, has a black person ever done anything to you but uh, well, they, they were uh, they, 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 they were there's black people in my neighborhood okay and I got a couple of black neighbors okay and, and how do you uh when you, when you run into those black neighbors, what, is, what do they say to you in the morning? They say, good morning, Carl. I mean, my name's not Carl. <laughs> okay. Okay, Carl. Why do you... So, so basically, the black people that you run into basically just say good morning to you and then wave and go off to work. That's right, but they're... You, and they're with their sagging pants. and So you're, you're mad at people because their pants are sagging. What do you do for a living, Carl? That's not really important. What do you do for a living, Carl? I'm a plumber. So you walk around with a tool belt all the time, don't you? Yes, I do work. I work like them black niggers never work. I work. Didn't you just say they went off to work? Yeah, they kind of did. And But let's be honest. Dude. How many people have complained about your plumber's crack? Every person who's ever had me in their house. Mm-hmm. So you also walk around with your pants sagging. I did not realize that the irony of this. So, so what I'm saying is, Carl, you really didn't have any really bad things happening to you because of black people, did you? No. So what's with the nigger stuff? Well, my mom and dad always called black people niggers. 
Did your mom and dad do that? Well, not not my mom. Your dad did it. Yes. And uh, so why did he do that? Well, my mama. Well, my mama, she uh, she broke up with my daddy for, for cheating on her. And she threw him out. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Well, my daddy took me with him. Uh, my, my mother was real sad about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she got married again. Yes, I'm trying to figure out why we're going here. And uh, he was a nigger. Mm-hmm. So your mom married a black guy after she threw your dad out. Exactly. So I'm assuming that because your your dad hated that guy because he called him nigger every five minutes and told me what the niggers are like. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met uh, your stepdad, Carl? Don't call him a stepdaddy. Have you ever met him? Yes, I have. And uh, what happened? He he was nice to me. And he made my mama happy. Never cheated on him or nothing. Okay. So basically, the only thing, the only reason you have a, you know, the only reason you don't like black people is because your dad who cheated on your mom, who he would still be with if he hadn't cheated, the next person she went out with and married was a black guy yes so from what i've seen what i've seen heard carl no black guy or black person has ever actually done anything to you every time you do this you're just saying things your dad said uh yeah i mean think about it. we've been talking we've been typing to each other for a while now and i mean i haven't attacked you you called me all sorts of names and i haven't even attacked you once have i no so Here's another black person that you're running across, one you attacked for no reason, who's actually been pretty nice to you. I don't think you're a bad guy, Carl. I just think I think you're misinformed, man. Yeah, you do seem kind of nice. Yeah, I am kind of nice, Carl. Look, you and I are never going to be friends because we're probably never going to meet each other or anything like that. Because quite frankly, <laughs> I don't trust your ass. But I'll just say this, Carl. Make up your own mind, please. You know, stop letting something your dad said a long time ago about people be the reason you get online and attack people who've never done anything to you. Ah, you're right. So, um, you know, I need you to go work on that car. Now, now keep in mind, don't take this person. I'm, I'm going to block you, but, um, so, cause I'm never going to talk to you again, but, uh, just go work on that and hopefully, uh, hopefully things will work out for you. Okay. You're going to block me. Yeah, I'm going to block you. I deserve it. Okay. This is the last thing we're going to say to you because I'm going to I'm going to actually scroll up and block you now. Okay. Sorry. All right. Bye, Carl. Bye. And that was the end of that. <laughs> you know, and that's how that's that, that was my one of my longest troll uh, um, problems. So I can understand what Leslie Jones is going through with people trolling her with the monkey pictures and the, the negative words and you're a nigger and all of that kind of stuff. I understand it. You know, it's a shame that that's what happens online now. I was talking to another relative of mine. And they were talking about how people, why do people even go on these social media things? Why do you even bother with that kind of stuff? If you have to deal with people that are that mean to you all the time and saying negative things and being angry and being nasty and all of that, why do you do it? 
And what I said to that person was, listen, you know, if you really think about it in the grand scheme of things, the majority of people are pretty damn good. The overwhelming majority of people are pretty damn good. But when you have a universe of people on Twitter, 300 million or so, even a minuscule percentage of those people, if they're horrible, the number is going to be huge. If you just look at the number by itself. When you think about uh, Facebook, when you get a billion or billion and a half people on Facebook or whatever the number is, it's at least a billion. I forgot what the exact number was. If you have a minuscule amount of that number, percentage wise, who are juice, who, who are, I was going to say juice heads. I meant to say jerk offs, <laughs> juice head. What the hell is that? Anyway, <laughs> with jerk offs, then what happens is the number is huge. If you look at the number by itself, but when you think in terms of, you know, the percentage, you know, that are not, it's, it's actually kind of small. But the thing is, you always remember the horrible person. You always remember the horrible person. You go outside and you're driving in your car. And what do you remember? Do you remember the 99.9% of the people that drove correctly, that didn't tailgate you, that didn't cut you off, that didn't flip you the bird, that didn't drive too slow, that didn't do anything to you? No, you don't pay attention to them. You don't notice them. Why? Because they're doing the right things. There will be no reason to notice that person. But... Oh, I should say not those persons that those those people. But who do you notice? You notice the person that cuts you off. How many times a day do you actually get cut off? Do you get cut off every day or does it happen every once in a while? Does it happen once a week? Right. When you think about the number of cars you go by and the number of people who are jackasses to you, the number of jackasses is minuscule in comparison to the people who are actually pretty cool. So you have to think about that. And realize you can't let the tiny number mess up everything for you. You can't let the tiny number of people that are doing dumb things wreck the whole game for you. It doesn't work that way. It's not a good way to go. You know, as it turns out, from what I understand, she's back on Twitter, which is actually pretty cool. You know, no reason to let a bunch of people who say mean things or do nasty things stop you from using something that you enjoy doing or something that lets you connect with your fans or talk to you for fans or anything like that. There's no reason to let that happen. Like I said, I've, I've, I've had that happen to me, obviously not on that grander scale because because uh, Leslie is a celebrity and I'm just some jackass. But I know what it feels like to have people that you don't know attack you for no reason. You know. You always, you know, it always amazes me when there's always a small number of people that <laughs> that make that do all these weird things that make things uh, that you do on a regular basis a little uncomfortable. You know, I have a doctor's appointment coming up and I have a doctor's appointment coming up in uh, early August, you know, and, I, and as it turns out, I have a new doctor now, which is really disappointing because the doctor that I had before looked like Pam Greer. And she's I think she's moving to a different like to the other side of the country or something like that to start up another practice. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, and this is I mean, this sounds so bad. But it was literally when she did like the prostate exams and when she did the hernia thing, like, you know, cough, it was literally the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Because when you have a woman that you find ridiculously attractive, talking, looking up at you and talking calmly to you while holding your genitals, I'm sitting there going, this woman is someone I would love to date, you know, under normal circumstances. And normally when a woman that attractive a black woman that attractive, a black woman that's age appropriate, that's that attractive, has my genitals in her hand. How can I put this politely? 
I'm about to bang them. <laughs> right? And quite frankly, none of them jammed their fingers up my ass. I, I, could, I could do without that part. But the whole thing, and I was like, cough. Ah. And I'm, I'm doing every trick in the book to make sure. And it ain't working. It ain't working. You know, and, and it's like we're both looking at each other. Oh, so how's the day going? Eh? Yeah, you have my balls in your hand and my, and I have an erection the size of a baseball bat right now. And I think I just knocked you out of the chair. But, you know, we're going to both act like that didn't happen, right? <laughs> right? You know, and I, I, I feel bad because I'm not a sexist guy. I mean, I joke about it. And a lot of times when I say weird things here, I'm obviously just lampooning that specific mindset, not actually embracing it. But I think most of you, the overwhelming majority of you know that. But that really was uncomfortable. I mean, it happened to me before. I went to, uh, uh, I was having a stress test. And um, and the doctor, I mean, it was like, oh my God. I mean, she, she looked like... <sighs> She looked like Taylor Swift with an ass, okay? And she's sitting, you know, and I'm trying, I'm like, oh, God. And then she goes, okay, Mr. Thomas, we're good. I'm like, oh, why are you doing it to me? Dude, why are you doing this to me? I mean, God, why are you doing this to me if you're really up there? Why, why are you doing this to me? You know, and I'm, I'm sitting there going, hey, what's going on? Okay. <laughs> and once again, we're sitting there and I'm going, hey, let's, we're both going to pretend like I don't have the giant erection right now. <laughs> But they're both incredibly talented doctors and wonderful doctors and great doctors. And we grew, as it turns out, um, we actually eventually started laughing about it. She goes, that happens all the time. I say, yeah, well, I know. You know, and so we laughed about it. And once the tension was broken, it was okay. But that that's beside the point. So the doctor leaves and they have a new doctor coming up. And the reason I'm bringing up doctor's offices, we were just talking about a small percentage of people messing it up for everybody. And... Uh, <laughs> When you go in to say you have to get uh like say uh one time I go to this doctor um and I had a cut on my leg and it got infected and I had to take antibiotics and I had to go to get medicine. Um and so the the pharmacy said that it opened up at I forgot what time it was, what say twelve say one o'clock, whatever. And it didn't open up until maybe like one oh seven. Not a big deal. But there's always a bunch of people that are just sitting there going, oh, I guess oh, a little late, I guess. Uh, you know, it is what it is. It is after lunch. You know, maybe this, maybe that. There's always one person who comes in. And I like to rec I like to call it the they ain't here yet show that, you know, you ever seen the they ain't here yet show? That's when a person goes into this gigantic, explosive rage. And, and where's everybody? Damn it, they said one o'clock, and if they had one o'clock, damn it, this I'm writing the senator, and I'm writing the state, and I'm gonna, I'm writing the president, and this place is, this the worst place in the world, this place sucks. And then they start cursing, 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 and cursing, and they look around while they're cursing, hoping to connect with someone, because they want to take the anger that they have, and they want to hand you a little bit of it. And then as you grab, stick your hand out, and grab a little bit of the anger, and you rub it all over your chest, then all of a sudden you become infected with their anger and then you stand up yeah 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 they always doing this to us those bastards and, uh, yeah, no, yeah, and another thing i can't get and then the two of them look around and look around and they take a little bit of their anger and they want to hand it to people and they always and for some reason they always try to hand that crap to me yeah hey person right there here's a little bit of that anger and i'm going you know what i'm cool no thank you 
and they mess it up for everybody. You can't even just sit there. It's like you don't want to be there. Everybody's there because they're sick. Or in the case of me, I have an infection on my leg because of a cut. I'm already in pain right here. And the last thing I need to do is be running around like a jackass screaming and cursing in front of children and all of that crap because you dumb bastards. It happens all the time. It happened at the supermarket a little while ago. I go to the supermarket and something happened with the supermarket where the computer was down. The computer was down and they had a sign on the window store closed for 10 minutes while we get the computer systems back in line. And there was about 50 people out front and all of us were like, I, don't know, I guess it's going to be closed for 10 minutes. Not a problem. It is, you know, whatever. You take out your smartphone, you pull on your, you turn on your radio app or you go play some music or tweet or some crap. And there's always that one person that walks up and you can look at the person and you know damn well. This person was just, this, you could tell this person was probably at home with a bunch of flashcards with curse words on it, trying to work on the most irritating pronunciation of the curse words and practicing ranting in front of the mirror because that's what they do. Oh, it's a good morning. We wake up today. Oh, God. Mm. Well, before I go outside and decide to ruin somebody else's day with my profanity and my aggressive actions and being a complete jackass, I'm going to take a shower. Okay. Oh, the water's not hot enough. Let me practice. What the fuck is with this water? Huh? I'm going to write the water department. I'm going to write the senator. I'm going to write the president. I'm getting tired of them. Treat me bad. Why not having hot water? Oh, the hot water's here. Okay. Oh, let me brush my teeth. Wait a second. I brush my teeth. How come I got to go in a circle and I can't go up and down? Why don't they make up their minds? First, they wanted us to go up and down with the brush, and then they want us to go in a water cycle with the brush. These people are just a conspiracy to make us not have clean teeth. I knew it. Ah, oh, that feels good. I'm in a good mood. Oh, I got some good rants going. Uh, let me get in my car. <laughs> I'm in the car now, and I'm driving. Please, somebody cut in front of me, because I got a bunch of flashcards here with a bunch of good curse words in different languages I'm going to use, depending on the ethnicity of the person in the car. That's an Asian person. And we uh, hear some racial epithets. Blah, 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 blah. Ha, ha. They threw a finger back up at me. I was effective. Ha, ha, ha. And the day is good. And now I'm going to go to the supermarket. I hope somebody cuts in line because I want to start a fight with somebody. Wait a second. There's 50 people outside. There's a sign in the window. 10 minutes. What the hell is this? 10 minutes. Shit. I can't too far to wait 10 minutes to go to the damn supermarket. This is complete bullshit. <laughs> I made a vow to myself that I'm never going to be that guy. I'm just like everybody else. And so are you. You're just like everybody else where you have those times where you're just really pissed off and you want to slap the crap out of somebody and you want to drop kick their punk ass. But you realize you don't want to be the one person that F's up the party. Back to where we started. Twitter trolls, Facebook trolls. So it makes me wonder why people would do that. But then I realize it's not my job to psychoanalyze douchebags. I don't care why they're doing it. I just want people to leave people the hell alone. Why you got to bother people? So what I would say to everybody, if you're listening to me, if on one of your accounts, somebody starts trolling you with racist crap, maybe they're mean to you. And if you're a lady, they hit you with that misogynistic crap, whatever your ethnicity, they hit you with whatever specific disgusting epithets for your ethnicity. And they try to start a fight with you. Don't even waste your time. If you're on Facebook, uh, either unfriend them and then move on. If you on Twitter, 
I would suggest muting them. Don't even waste your time blocking them because if you block them, basically you're acknowledging their existence because you had to take time to block them. But if you mute the bastards, they won't even know you did it and they'll just keep spewing and spewing and spewing, not realizing they're yelling into not a crowded theater, but an empty condemned theater. And here comes the wrecking ball. Boom, they're done. Don't let it bother you. And if you are on Facebook or Twitter and somebody is trying to get into your conversation with negativity, yelling stuff, being mean, throwing in negative stuff, being nasty, and this goes for your YouTube channels as well. Don't even talk to the person who's trying to troll. Whatever you do, do not react to that person. Talk to each other around that person. Block the person on on, uh, on YouTube or mute them. I don't use YouTube that much. I just watch videos. I don't post a lot of videos yet. I'll do it later on. But just, keep, just ignore the bastards. Okay? If we do that as a community, we do not feed the trolls. It'll be just like one of the, You know, you have a in the back of your house sometimes, you know, you'll mow the lawn, but you go, ah, I don't care about that plant that's climbing up the side of my wall. And then it starts getting close to the window, and you're like, all right, I got to cut the crap. Well, if you really think about it, all you really got to do is cut the, the, the uh, cut the vine right where you can right right in front of you. You don't even have to go up the side of your house. Just cut the vine right in front of you, and you know what happens? It's not getting nutrients anymore. It dries up, falls off the wall, and you can either put it into the trash or it blows away. And quite frankly, trolls and mean people like that are exactly the same way. If they're online, you don't have to don't don't interact with the bastards. Don't give them that kind of love. If you see them in person and there are a bunch of people yelling and screaming and acting like jackasses and they're trying to get you in on it, don't even waste your time getting involved in that crap. Like I said, cut the vine right in front of you. It doesn't get any nutrients. It dries up and it blows away. Oh, yeah. You dig? Of course you do. Ha <laughs> ha. Segment over. Oh, man, let me talk to you about a little something here. Um... People have already been writing to me about the Instagram picture that I just put out with the uh, slice of pizza. And the reason I did that was because a friend, I ran into a friend of mine at the gas station and he was like, hey, you, you, you lost some weight. You're looking good, man. I said, oh, thanks a lot. He's working hard. Now, this is somebody that I've known for years. We're good friends. Guy would jump. Guy would jump in front of a bullet. The guy would jump in front of a pit bull with grenades wrapped around him for me. That's how that's how cool we are. But because we're so cool and because we love each other so much and because we're such good friends, of course, it's his job to try to torture me so he gets a slice of pizza and he's and he's pump he's at one pump and i'm at the pump across me we're just talking crackers we're getting gas and he goes so uh you're on a diet now he's on you know yeah man yeah you looking good man and he reaches into his car and pulls out a slice of pizza oh man look at this then he puts it by my face oh that smell good don't it that smell good now he's just breaking my balls and I'm laughing at him. I'm going, you piece of shit. And then he puts his slice of pizza back into his car on the seat because he was eating it while he was he was about to eat it while he was driving. And he goes in and I walk over to it and his window's open and I take a piece of uh, a, uh, a picture of the pizza. And I put the caption up that's on Instagram now when I said, uh, I should have licked it while you were gone, you piece of crap or whatever I put on there. And I told him, I said, I said, uh, that pizza, though, you're right. This smell good. Tasted pretty good, too. What do you mean? I licked it. You ain't lick my damn pizza. And he laughed and joked. But the thing about it is sometimes when you have friends, your friends would be so supportive of you. And my friends that are just like that. This one is one of my closer, longer, longer, longer friends, of course. I mean, in the, in, in, in the real in the real, he would not he would support me in anything I did. You know, he just did that because I, he knew that I had been further far, far long enough on this train where that wouldn't bother me or he wouldn't have done it. He knows me that well. 
And um, so he didn't mind breaking my balls about that. But my other friends, man, they're so supportive, man. You know, I got friends on Facebook that I've never actually uh, personally met, but we're cool and like really supportive about the fact that I'm I'm, I'm doing this team ash shrink thing. Hashtag team ash shrink. It's, it's actually just for me. But you know, if you're losing weight or you're trying to bust, trying to shrink your ass, you know, you know, you know, add your progress on 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 uh, on on uh, Twitter at uh, hashtag team ash shrink or on Instagram because that's the uh, hashtag I'm using as I go through this journey. And um, uh, and so and so what happens is they decided that they were all really supportive about what I'm doing. And you know how when people see you struggling to do something and they're around you a lot, what they start to do sometimes. And it's a really wonderful thing, not necessary, but a really wonderful thing. What happened is I had people that I would run across and what they would do is because they know I've changed my eating habits or, or in the process of completely changing my eating habits, they would all, they would, some of these people would like, would literally be talking about a good meal that they had. And then I would show up and then I had a double cheesesteak with quadruple cheese on it and double cheese on it and triple cheese on top of the triple cheese and quadruple cheese and triple cheese. Then this new thing called egg, mega, 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 mega cheese. I threw that on there also with double lard and triple lard and six trip mayonnaise and all that crap. And I walk up, hey guys, what's going on? And another thing about um, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> because that's all I eat is Brussels sprouts and ice cubes. I'm going, you were talking about food again. And then when I showed up, you decided to stop talking about food i mean you don't i mean you don't have to do that of course not as anthony we're definitely we're talking about brussels sprouts and how our asparagus is the best tasting thing in the world okay i uh well whatever man i'll, I'll be right back i'm gonna go get something to drink all right no problem as anthony <laughs> see how the earshot yeah and then i had a double quadruple pizza with double pizza and they had cupcakes and rolled up into the pizza and they had thing i put sugar on top of that and lard on top of that and double cheese and triple cheese on top of here he comes again hey guys what's going on and another thing about water Nothing better than water. I don't even like refreshing soft drinks or anything like that. I just like water. Hey, it's Anthony. I didn't see you there, even though I looked at you and then turned back and stopped what I was talking about. You're doing it again, aren't you? You were talking about food, and then you think just because I'm currently a fat guy and I'm losing weight now that you, you don't have to stop talking about food just because. I mean, we're not stopping to talk about food. <laughs> but they were stopping talking about food, which was dumb. Sweetheart thing to do, but dumb. I said, listen, guys, just do what you normally would do. You don't have to change anything for me. You know, I'm cool. You know, I'm, I'm cool. I mean, it's like, I'm not going to fall off the wagon because you guys are eating something. What the hell? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you really think about it, I, you know, I'm going to be out and hanging out with people and doing my thing anyway. And what that basically means is, is there's going to be people around me eating junk food and crap like that. And we always hang out in places that sell junk food and crap and stuff like that. And there's always alternatives that I can buy while I'm there. So it's not really that big a deal. And, you know, it's cool. It's all right. And that was what I wanted them to know. I wanted them to know it was okay. They don't have to change their habits for me. Oh, no. So the next time we go out, we're sitting at the table and I'm ordering my salads and vinaigrette this and water that and slightly low-cal this, that, and all of that crap. And the bastard went all the way in the other direction. Guy sitting next to me getting a quadruple mega ultra cheesesteak with ultra mega double quadruple cheese with triple quadruple double ultra cheese and all of that crap. Bastard. My friend over there, who he's already ate, but I'll have dessert. And he gets a quadruple double fudge, triple quadruple fudge, chocolate chip, quadruple chocolate double fudge, double 
triple frosting double chocolate crap. Bastard. Mother friend over there. Friggin' double, triple, burrito, triple, salsa, triple, quadruple, double meat, triple, quadruple, cheese, quadruple. And the thing that made it worse is they, for some reason, the waiter actually bought them out fans and aimed all the fans at me by putting the fans behind their food. And I picked up one of the fans and it says, torture the fat guy fan. I said, wait a second, that's really a thing. And the guy said, yes. Because these guys are just coming here occasionally. But I figure if I put all of the smell of that food in your face, fat boy, you're going to fall off your diet and bring your big ass back here and make me rich. And I said, you bastard. Then I stabbed him. <laughs> I did not stab him. I waited till he was coming by with a full tray and I stuck my stuck my foot out and tripped the bastard. <laughs> I did not also I also did not do that. I just looked at him. Can't believe you have torture the fat guy fans behind the food, you piece of shit bastard. <sighs> anyway, so I'm looking at these guys and they're all sitting there eating their Burrito with the quadruple cheese and quintuple salsa friggin' cheese steak. That bastard with the double fudge, quadruple, triple fudge, double chocolate chip. Then the bastard had the nerve to talk about this is so good it would be better with some ice cream and he gets quadruple, triple, double, ultra fudge, Haagen-Dazs plus ice cream, which is a new thing designed to torture fat guys because, and that waiter goes, ha, 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 this is an ice cream just to torture fat guys. And I said, I just said that, you bastard. Then I stabbed him. Okay, I did not stab him. And I'm sitting there watching them, and they're all eating their food. And, and these guys, and I never noticed that they, those guys were making sounds while they ate their food before because I was usually eating the same crap that they're eating and probably making the same sounds. If you put a microphone next to each one of these basses as they ate their quadruple, triple, quadruple, double burrito with the quadruple, triple cheese, and that punk ass to my right with the quadruple, double, mega, ultra, incredible, double, double, ultra, ultra, ultra cheese steak, and that punk ass with the quadruple double ultra incredible double cupcake with the crumpled double ice cream all that crap if you put a microphone any one of these bastards they all sounded like a damn porno film only thing missing in the background was bad 80s sitting there sounding like a woman that's getting it real good or a guy that's getting it real good in fact they both sound they all three of them sounded like two people getting it real good <coughs> those bastards and I'm sitting there. Nobody ever goes, oh, God. Nobody ever eats a salad and makes that sound. Nobody. And if a person eats a salad and makes that sound, you have my permission to walk up and slap the crap out of that person because nobody should do that. By the way, for liability's sake, I do not condone walking up to a person making orgasmic sounds while eating a salad and slapping them. I now said that. So if you do it, you get sued. I don't. Yeah, that's right. I'm covering my ass. F you back to the story. 
So these bastards are sitting there torturing me with their stupid burritos and cheesesteaks and supersized cupcakes and ice cream crap. And I looked over at the bastard next to me and he's looking at me. And, and at first I'm thinking, OK, all I can take it. But as long as they don't start breaking my balls, because this is going to be one of the few times getting my balls broken would actually annoy me. And that guy takes his cheesesteak and he puts it up to my face and he goes, I bet you miss this, don't you? And some of the cheese falls out and all it falls under the side of my salad plate and I'm hoping he don't notice it so I could run my finger in it and taste it then the bastard takes his napkin and wipes it says sorry about that and I, and I wanted to stab him I finally had a little piece of the cheese on there and I was about to put the finger on it and act like I was wiping my mouth and taste it because that part you hadn't touched yet it just fell off from a part you hadn't touched which means I could have eaten it but the bastard saw it you piece of shit Sitting there with the cheesesteak in my face, you bastard. And I looked over at him and I'm saying, hey, congratulations on 10 years being sober, my friend. Almost said his name. <sighs> Waiter. Yes. Could you come here for a minute? Sure, fat boy. You call me fat boy again. I'm going to stab you for real. Okay. Give me a rum and coke. And my friend with the cheese, they goes, what? You don't drink alcohol? I go, I'm going to do it today. He goes, why? I go, no reason. <laughs> and then the waiter comes down and puts the rum and coke next to me. And then he puts a fan in front of it and blows the smell of the rum and coke into my friend's face. And I pick up the fan and it says, making him jealous of this alcohol. And I said, that's me. And he goes, hey, I torture fat boys and also people that have other problems. And I said, oh. And I put the rum and coke to my mouth and he looked at me and goes, you bastard. I said, no, you bastard. And I took a sim of the rum and the coke and I realized that shit's disgusting because I don't drink alcohol because I don't like it. But I wanted to torture him. And then my other two friends are going, hey, see what you get. <laughs> then I looked across at the bastard with the stupid freaking cupcake that he was savoring a little bit too much. And I said, hey, my friends, how long you been off meth? He goes, what? And I look at the waiter. I said, bring me some meth. And he bring me, brings me some meth. And I do the meth right in front of him. He goes, you bastard. I said, that's right. You, you would really love some of this meth, wouldn't you? And he goes, I would. And I said, ah, ha, ha. Then I put the meth in the alcohol and I was about to drink. And they both looked at me like, you bastard. I said, yeah, that's right. And my friend to the left was finishing up his burrito and was going, man, you guys, man, two wrongs don't make a right. You guys are really mad. Y'all torturing him, man. And you even get mad at him. Dude, he, he had a cupcake. He didn't even do nothing to you. And I said, I don't care. He shouldn't be here eating it. How was your burrito? Oh, it was great, man. Too bad you can't have any. Yeah. You used to be a crackhead when you were a teenager, didn't you? Don't do it. Ah, shut up. Waiter, I know. Here's the crack. Ha, ha, ha. So I took the crack, the meth, and I put it in the alcohol, and I was about to drink, and they're all looking at me like, you bastard. I said, that's right. You do that to me, I do it to you. This is a standoff. How dare you bastards try to torture me? Well, it's my turn to torture you. How about that? Okay, none of that actually happened. Okay, some of that happened. The part with the alcohol, the meth, and the crack that part didn't happen. The part with them eating all that good shit around me and torturing me about it, that part did happen. So no, I, I just kind of fantasized a little bit about teaching them a lesson, but I would never actually do that to them, mainly because they're not alcoholics, meth heads, or crack addicts. None of that's true. <laughs>
But I tell you, I uh, I sat there and I watched them. And they knew what they were doing. Bastards. Making those orgasmic sounds while they eating the food. While I'm sitting there with a the damn salad and water. Fucking vinaigrette. <clears throat> Couldn't even get French. Damn it. Too many calories in it. Bastards. When we finished our meal and left. And they were, we were all laughing and joking. and said, yeah, man, we had to get you with the food, man. I mean, I know you're working hard, but, you know, we just wanted to test you and find out if you were really serious, man. Because, you know, because, you know, under normal circumstances, you would have tried to get some of that ice cream. You would have tried to get some of that burrito. You would have tried to get some of my cheesesteak. But, you know, as it turns out, you did you did pretty good, man. I'm really proud of you. And I said, thank you very much. And I said, you know what? Let me take a picture of my three best friends. And I had them stand there and I took my phone out. And I aimed the phone at them. And I was just saying, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to capture this the greatest guys in the world. And they're like, oh, thanks, man. And then I put the phone down, took out a gun, and shot him. Okay, I did not shoot them. I just took a picture. <laughs> but it was really weird, though. You know, sitting at a table with people who were really, really loading up good. But I, like I said, these are the kind of people that before in the beginning would literally, would have, they would have literally, to support me, they would have had the same crap that I was eating or at the very minimum been uh, eat, eating things that were not as tempting to me but i told them nah man you don't got to do that and they were and they you know so they went back to their old ways of eating crap mainly because all three of these bastards could could drink lard and not get fat bastards i'm sitting there working out and it's gonna take me about six to nine months to get back into shape these bastards ain't got to do anything bastards pushing 40 and still and still skinny fuck all three of y'all yeah i know you're listening you're probably laughing your asses off because you remember doing it, don't you? You pieces of shit. You fucking cheesesteak eating, ice cream and cupcake sucking, burrito sucking bastards. Yeah, I love you guys to death. And I jump in front of a pit bull with an RPG for you. But when you sit there with the freaking cheesesteaks and the cupcakes and all that crap torturing me, I wanted to slap the crap out of all three of you. Uh, all right, I'm going to tell you a secret. All of your kids, I knocked up all of your wives. Those are really my kids. Okay, that's not as effective because one of you is white and your kid's white and the kid looks just like you. But but but, but the other two. Okay, um, that also is not true. <laughs> but uh, to my friends who tortured me, even though uh, I know that you jump in front of a pit bull with a machine gun for me. Thank you very much for your support. You guys are the greatest. And... Uh, to my bastards that are listening right now, like I said, if you're a fat bastard like me right now and you're working out and you're eating right and you're trying to get back in shape and you're doing your thing, if you got some kind of progress, if you got some kind of information, use the hashtag, hashtag team ass shrink. Let everybody know what you're doing. Because when you're trying to lose ass, when you're trying to get back in shape, especially when you get a little bit older, you need all the encouragement that you get. You can get. Now, some pe people people might not even um, write to you. People might not even up think. Like, uh, they might not like your pictures if you're on Facebook. If you use Team Ash Rank, they may not comment. But if they see the progress, every little bit of progress that you see, every little bit of success that you see will actually encourage you. You don't even realize that it's happening, but it's actually happening. So do it. If you're a fat bastard like me and you're trying to be a thin bastard or a fit bastard, then use the hashtag, hashtag Team Ass Shrink if you're doing what I'm doing, which is trying to shrink your ass. Now, 
as far as you healthy bastards who don't have to do anything, I got a hashtag for you. Hashtag shut your mouths, punks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so all I'm saying is just make sure that if you um if you're in that kind of situation, you know, surround yourself with people that are supportive. You know, and you know, just think about what you got to do on the reg on a daily basis. Don't think make a make a big goal. I want to lose fifty pounds, ninety pounds, whatever. Break it down into what you got to do per month, and break it down to what you got to do per week. Break it down to what you have to do per day. That's what you got to do per day. And when you wake up, just do what you got to do that day. Don't worry about what you got to do tomorrow. You know, like in my case, it was one of those things where I just I knew that to reach the goals I had to reach. I knew that I had to get up. I knew that I knew I wanted to drink a certain amount of water. I knew that I said today's goals are, you know, total body workout, kettlebell, abs. That's what I got to do today. I knew tomorrow I had another thing I had to do, but I, you know, and I had it all scheduled out and everything. But what I'm saying is I don't give a shit about what tomorrow's schedule says. I don't give a shit. Fuck tomorrow. What do you have to do today? And if you break it down into daily things and you do what you got to do today and focus on what you got to do today, right now, and you make sure you tick off all of those boxes for today, all that other crap takes care of itself. All of it takes care of itself. You don't got to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. It'll take care of itself. Like they always said, always say your journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. That's the truth. You dig. So just don't worry about step 900 and step 3006. Just take the steps that's right in front of you. Once you get started, you got started. You dig? Of course you do. Ah, and may the ass on your body shrink unless you're a hot woman then please don't do nothing to your ass because that, that okay that's wrong I, I, I don't know why i went there with that okay i do know why i went there with that because my screensaver just popped up and <clears throat> i'm not going to say who there's there's several pictures of tracy ellis ross so uh <clears throat> so uh so <laughs> god i love that woman and many other women like serena williams um so just just you know just like I said, break it down into what you got to do in, on, an, on a day, an individual day, and just do that. If you keep doing that, you get what you want. Trust me. Oh, yeah. Segment over. Well, folks, that has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 225. And, uh, yes, that first segment was really freaking long. <laughs> that first segment was literally like the... Uh, the length of one or two segments under normal circumstances, but I didn't feel like breaking it up into segments because I didn't feel like it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I want to thank you guys very, very much for everything. Thank you to my friends, my uh, my bastards in Great Britain, my Australian bastards, my Canadian bastards, my French bastards, my American bastards. Thank you very, very much for listening to this crab. I love you. And uh, my, I send my love back to you that you keep sending to me. Thank you for everything else. For those who have been just started listening, realize that you, literally, basically, all you have to do is just go and Google my name or Google as Anthony says, and all my crap is there. But I am on Instagram. Surprise, surprise, as Anthony Thomas. I am on Snapchat as Anthony Thomas one. I am verified on Facebook as Anthony says. 
And if you follow me on Twitter, my personal Twitter is at S. Anthony Thomas and the show's Twitter is at S. Anthony Says. And for those of you that are, that have done that already, thank you. For those of you that are going to do it, thank you in advance. Much love to every last one of you. You've been really, really cool to me over these years. I appreciated the love that you sent to me and all of that. Um, I really, really do appreciate it. You guys are really, really cool. You're some of the coolest bastards on the planet. I really mean that. Well, folks, I'm out of here until next week, you bastards. And I want to say whether you're listening to me on your phone, in your car, riding on a lawnmower, running on the treadmill or walking down the street. It doesn't matter to me as long as you listen, because, you know, I love you and I will be here every week. You bastards. Much love to you all. And I'm going to say it on a count of three. For those of you that have been listening to me the whole time, you know what I'm about to say. You know how I end the show. And for those of you that are new, I want you to listen to this part rewind and then because a lot of people actually say it along with me at the same time i didn't realize that but now that i know that you actually are saying it along with me i'm going to say it and i invite you new people to also say it along with me on a count of three one two three s anthony out go